We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, September the 22nd, 2021. Today's show, I give my full takeaways from Shane Beamer's Tuesday pressers. The Gamecocks head coach looks forward to a massive matchup this weekend as the Kentucky Wildcats come to town for South Carolina's SEC home opener. Also, guys, of course, it is Wednesday. We're talking gambling. We'll start best bet with South Carolina, Kentucky, as well as SEC gambling picks for week four after a four and five week last week we now sit currently 20 and 12 overall guys two and one are our best bets i'll look to improve on that mark this weekend with a packed slate of games in the SEC, guys, I got a packed show here Wednesday. It's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company. They're a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. The movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is invested in your success. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging special items, and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville natives and University of South Carolina alumni guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. Of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it.
Ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Wednesday. Hope you're all doing well. Happy hump day. Great hump day to have a hump day here on this September the 22nd. Folks, again, thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Chris Phillips, as always, of the Spurs Up Show. Again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. I hope you're doing well here on this Wednesday. I hope this show finds you well, whether you're on the commute, you're in the office, you're on the job, you've got the day off. Maybe you're sitting in class, whatever it might be, folks. Again, thank you all so much for tuning in. Guys, you know, it, it's funny. The Wednesday shows are not, are they the most popular? I mean, I, I think they're very well listened to and very well received, but I, I think there's other shows during the week you guys probably look forward to a little bit more. But you know why I love the Wednesday podcast? Obviously talking about Shane Beam, everything he has to say at his Tuesday presser is great, but like, you think about it. There really aren't any other South Carolina outlets out there that touch on the gambling side and the gambling aspect of things like we do. And I really do truly appreciate you guys that you guys are cool with that and, and are interested with that. There's obviously a huge interest in it. And I don't know. I just, I was thinking about that before we went live. I was like, you know, I feel like we're kind of the only ones that really even bring up the Vegas line. And I guess bring as much light and as much exposure to it um, as we do on a weekly basis. So again, I want to say to you guys, thank you all so much. And it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy the gambling side of things. I, uh, you know, back in the day, I used to be a really, really big gambler of sports betting and stuff like that. And I'll be honest with you, I kind of got away from it. Um, once I started diving deeper into business and doing this, obviously, and this was taking my attention. It's one of those things, guys, if you ever gambled on sports and I'm somebody that I won a lot, like I, I, I punished my bookie on a consistent basis, but it's, it's just one of those things, the pressure and the stresses and you find yourself watching college basketball games with two teams. You didn't even know existed before you put money on them. And I, I'll never forget guys, what got me out of gambling on sports was, and this is why I really believe guys, you should never bet on your own team. Again, use your money the way you want. doesn't matter to me. As long as you sign up at prize picks and you use our, our vendors and our people for your gambling, stuff like that. I don't care what you do with your money. But for me, this was kind of the moment where I was like, eh, Maybe this isn't so much fun anymore. I'll never forget in 2000, 2016 it was, for sure. 2016, must chance first year. I was at the game, South Carolina, Missouri, at Williams-Brice Stadium. And I had a three-team parlay. And get this, right? You guys are not even going to believe this because we're all familiar with Barstool Sports and the, the over club, and they always bet the over, never take the under. Life's too short to bet the under, right? I had a three-team parlay, three unders. It was the Wisconsin game, one other game, and then South Carolina. I took the under in South Carolina, Missouri. And the first two legs of the parlay hit, I'm at the South Carolina, Missouri game, and I literally found myself pulling for my own team to kick field goals instead of score touchdowns. And, like, that was the moment where I'm like, you know what? This is kind of taken away from the actual enjoyment of the game. So now it's nice, you know, obviously to sit back and just watch the game for – pure enjoyment but obviously the gambling side of things guys like i mean you guys saw with prize picks last week and i won like 350 bucks taking the under on zeb nolan's passing total and then the over on i think it's malcolm jenkins the wide receiver for georgia so there's still that thrill in that rush of course but i, I don't gamble on it nearly the way i used to but it is fun diving in the gambling side of things giving the picks and again even if you don't gamble it's really interesting to kind of know you know what the national perception of the game is from the guys over at Vegas because those guys at Vegas, as we've seen the first couple of weeks, those guys are really, 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 really good at what they do. They don't do it for fun; they do it because they're experts and they've damn near nailed the line on the South kind of games. Really, the first three weeks 
of the season. But again, that's a little bit of a side note. Like I said, I just appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all rocking and rolling with the gambling content as well as all the other content we have as well. And again, it's been a busy week as we continue to talk during Kentucky week. Gamecocks taking on the Kentucky Wildcats this Saturday at williams Bryce Stadium, 7 o'clock kick. Guys, on that note, let's go ahead and get right into it. Actually, before we do, a couple of housekeeping items, just a couple quick reminders really quickly. Uh, tonight, which each and every single Wednesday, but tonight we are live at 10 Roof, 5 to 7. If you're in the city, would love to have you come out for that. Former Gamecocks offensive lineman Mike Matulis joining me at 10 Roof. Going to be a really, really good time. Also, guys, I want to remind you yet again, Saturday, the TSUS tailgate. We'll be back at Seawells. And again, we'll be at that same exact spot each and every single home game. But we'll be out at Seawells, spots 93 to 96. There is no admission charge. There is nothing you need to show or anything or do. Come on out. All Gamecocks are welcome, whether you're Big Cock Club, whether you're just a fan of the show, no matter who you are. If you're hearing the sound of my voice and you're a Gamecocks fan, you are more than invited. Would love to meet you. Would love to see you. Would love to drink a cold beer with you, whatever it might be. Again, really, really excited for that. Again, kickoff at 7. My crew's going to get out there probably, guys, at like noon, 1230. I mean, my, my, my crew... You know, my crew goes hard. <laughs> if, you, if you were there the first game, you saw it firsthand. Um, the crew we've got tailgating this year, man, they, they know how to party. They know how to party. They're a bunch of great Gamecocks, and we get rowdy and we have a good time. So, again, you will not miss it, guys. We will have the TSUS and Big Cock Club flags flying. You literally will not be able to miss it. So, again, TSUS tailgate yet again at Seawells, spots 93 to 96 Really, really looking forward to it as, again, we get ready for the big game Saturday night, 7 o'clock at Williams-Brice Stadium against Kentucky. On that note, let's move quickly into what Shane Beamer had to say in his Tuesday presser. Again, nothing crazy. Um, I thought the thing that really stood out to me, first thing is this, is Shane Beamer literally pleading with Gamecock fans for you guys and all of us to get in the stadium, be loud. He mentioned the cockpit. He mentioned, hey, whether you're wearing a mask, whatever, hey, Yell so loud that it literally splits your mask in half. Again, a lot of you, especially in the Daily Crow, have tried to have mask banter with me and this and that. Guys, I don't want to talk about it. Whatever. Do whatever you want. I'm not your mom. I'm not your dad. I'm not, I'm not the police. I'm not here to tell you what to do. Just make sure, no matter what you're doing, you're at Williams-Brice Stadium. You're there early. You're loud. You give Kentucky hell because, again, as we all know, this is a huge, huge game early in Shane Beamer's tenure as head coach. So, again, do your part. You want to ask yourself, fans ask themselves all the time, hey, what can I do to help South Carolina? How can I positively impact the program? You know how you can positively impact it? Show up, be early, be loud, and let's beat Kentucky's ass. That's what you can do. That's how you can positively impact this program. Uh, the other big news, obviously, Luke Doty. Basically, officially named the starter, uh, was asked, uh, you know, is Luke Doty your guy? Is he QB1? Is he going to go? Because, of course, we saw the depth chart that was released Tuesday morning, and it had the Zeb Noland or Luke Doty, which, you know, my first thought, my first reaction was, hey, no disrespect to Zeb, but if Zeb Noland trots out there and starts this game against Kentucky, I am going to take a hammer and hit myself on the big toe with it because that's how I'm going to feel basically anyways. All due respect to Zeb, by the way. But, um, <laughs> no, he was asked about, you know, as long as Luke's ready to go, he's your guy. And Shane Beamer confirmed, yes, he's ready to go. As long as the foot's not bothering him, Luke Doty will be our quarterback. Which, again, no surprise, but it's just great to hear Shane Beamer say that, confirm that. We finally get to see from the jump, you know, Luke Doty should have a full week of practice under his belt, and we're going to get to see the best version of this football team and the best version of this offense with Luke Doty under center. I'll tell you this, too. 
how great is it that Luke Doty played this past weekend? Because for me, that's what I said going in the game last week, guys. It's like if Luke Doty can go, he has to play. He has to play. Because now, you know, if he had not played off, he had not taken a snap last weekend at Georgia. You come into this game saying, God, is a rusty, cold Luke Doty going to be able to do enough to get you a big win? And yes, he's still probably going to be a rusty a little bit here and there, but not nearly as much, right? Kentucky's not going to throw anything at Luke Doty that he didn't see in Athens already. So going to be interesting to see how, how much better or how different, we should say, this offense is going to look with four under center. I've told you guys time and time again, and I'll continue to say, I believe the best version of this offense, the best version of this football team is with Luke Doty under center. What does that look like on Saturday? But again, that's the big news. Certainly come out of the Tuesday presser. Luke Doty confirmed starting as long as the foot doesn't flare up, which God, knock on wood, that for the rest of the season, that'll never happen. But uh, Luke Doty, your starting quarterback for Saturday night's game against the Kentucky Wildcats. Also a side note, a really good feel-good thing, Daryl Ware put on scholarship. And if you're wondering who that is, guys, again, Daryl Ware made some plays for you on Saturday against Georgia in Athens and uh, really good stuff. Anytime a guy gets put on scholarship and it's a really cool thing. So Daryl Ware, Put on scholarship. Other than that, Shane Bieber didn't really say anything, you know, earth shattering, groundbreaking, very complimentary, of course, of Kentucky. And I saw somebody comment. They were like, oh, man, like, what does it mean? Like, why does he always compliment every team? And it's like, guys, like, that's what you do. You know what I mean? Like, you you respect your opponent. He's not going to go out there and say, oh, you know, we don't think they're very good. We feel like we can have a lot of success and they're not, they're not going to be a challenge for us. Like, you don't give your opponent, no matter the sport, by the way, you don't give your opponent any sort of bulletin board material. You just don't. You just don't flat out. So um, he was very complimentary of, you know, Will Levis, the running game, their physicality, their defense, stoops, I mean, everything else, everything you'd expect. So nothing crazy, nothing earth-shattering. But, again, the big news, obviously, the return of Luke Doty. He will be your starting quarterback on Saturday night. Again, I know that's music to all of our ears. I I would assume basically all of us. I know we ran a poll that said who should start at quarterback uh, against Kentucky, and there were 1,700 or 1,800 votes. 95% of you said Luke Doty. I think like 2.9% said Zeb Nolan and then like 1 point uh, or 2.1% or something like that said other. So I guess there's a small percentage of you out there maybe that, that don't agree or are not excited for the decision. I know I can speak for myself, though, in many of the Gamecocks, though, when I say we are fired up to see our guy back there under center. So, again, really good stuff from Shane Beamer on a Tuesday, and we'll hear what Shane Beamer's got to say the rest of the week and obviously count the calls and uh, as we continue to break this thing down and count down the seconds until kickoff on Saturday night against the Kentucky Wildcats. Guys, speaking of that game, let's move into the gambling content. Let's move into our best bet for South Carolina, Kentucky. And, guys, like I told you, it's been crazy. First things first, cheers to the Gamecocks. 3-0 and against the spread in the first three weeks of this season. But The spread has been damn near on the money for all three games. Even week one, when it was almost impossible to find a spread. And the Gamecocks, we found on Odd Shark, were 42.5-point favorites, right? And I told you, hey, hammer South going to cover. And the Gamecocks won 46 and nothing, right? Three and a half points within three and a half. Then week two, what? The Gamecocks were a two-point favorite. Ended up winning by three. And then last weekend, a 32-point underdog, you lose by 27. So Vegas has been... Very, very good in these South Carolina games. I mean, they, they have not missed hardly at all in these games. Of course, the line opens up. It has not moved all week. Kentucky, a five-point favorite in this football game. The over-under set at 48. That number did drop a point, open up, I believe, at 49 or 50 maybe. But it's dropped a point or so. But not a lot of movement at all. Um, and it's crazy. I mean, I was talking to one of my buddies Saturday, Sunday afternoon, and he was trying to, we were trying to guess what the line was going to be. 
And he was saying, oh, man, it's going to be South kind of favored by one. They're going to be favored by two. And I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, I think Kentucky's going to be a four-and-a-half or a five-point favorite. I was like, if you listen, if you listen to my conversation with uh, Mike Gillespie of ABC Columbia, you can actually hear me say that. And the line came out, and I'm just like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm watching sports a little too much because I feel like I'm getting way too good at this. Um, or that, or I just, I just know my team way too well at this point. But, uh, again, Cats are a five-point favorite in Williams-Brice Stadium. And, and I know a lot of fans look at that and say, wow, what a slap in the face, what an insult. But, you know, as we're going to talk tomorrow, guys, and Friday, Kentucky's a good football team. They are. I know Gamecock fans don't want to give Kentucky any credit, but they are a good football team. I know they looked bad last weekend against Chattanooga, but you look at Kentucky this season, you know, took care of business in week one against La Monroe. They're 1-0 in SEC play, guys. Beat Missouri in a big game week two. And then, you know, had a little bit of a letdown game last week. Kentucky's a solid football team with a ninth-year head coach, right? But the Cats are a five-point favorite. over and set at 48 in this game. Now, like I told you guys, Vegas has been on point with basically everything, even totals with South Carolina, but definitely with the line. And it's always enticing, right, to just say, no-brainer, take the home dog. Take South Carolina plus the points. They're going to win this thing straight up. You know, that's what a lot of people feel at this point, at least. That seems like to be the easy play. I, you know, I got to be honest, guys. I, I, I want nothing to do with the line. I, I want nothing to do with the line in this one. And I'll be honest with you guys, too. One of the reasons I want nothing to do with the line, and I've kind of – this is only the only con of this content on Wednesdays. is like if I take the line either way in this game, I feel like it sort of gives away my prediction on Friday. But even if that weren't the case, I want nothing to do with the line. I want the total in this football game. I want the total because that number at 48, right? I got burned last week on the South Carolina Georgia total because I had the under 48 in that game, the exact same number, but I took the under. And I just thought there's no way South Carolina is going to be able to score on Georgia. Sure enough, they scored a touchdown, got to 13 points, which is more than I thought they would get to. And that over hit. I look at this game, Kentucky, stingy on defense, very solid offensively, a Mark Stoops coach team. Kentucky's just kind of at this point known for having good defenses. I think getting Luke Doty back. Again, the big question marks the offensive line, right? Is the offensive line going to do something it hasn't done all season, which is block someone and open a hole for that stable of backs you have? But I do think the return of Luke Doty, and I think getting action last week is going to be so beneficial for him this week. And having a full week of practice in 11 on 11 and really returning as the dude for South Carolina. I think the Gamecocks will be able to move the ball much, much better on offense than they have all season long. I think defensively, I think Kentucky will be able to score as well. You know, again, is the Gamecocks defense as bad as we saw last week in Athens? Not necessarily. I don't think they're as good as we saw the first two weeks of the season Either As you saw in Athens, secondary is still a major concern. We all understand the Gamecock strength, which is the defensive line. You also lose Sherrod Green in the middle, a veteran linebacker. So how will you fare against the run game? Kentucky very solid there. Big physical offensive line. Chris Rodriguez, Cavassier Smoke. They've got great players back there, just like South Carolina. And then, hey, the scary part about this Kentucky team this year, guys, they can actually throw the ball. Will Levis. And I watched them against Chattanooga, saw some of the Missouri game. Kentucky's a they've got that dynamic now of their football team. They've got playmakers on the outside that can beach. And again, I think the Gamecocks secondary is going to get tested yet again. And I think it's going to be a little bit of a mixed bag, kind of like what you saw last weekend. So I think long story short, there will be points in this football game from both sides. And for that reason, I see the over 48 
being the play here. 48 just feels too low for this game, guys. 48 feels way, way too low. So, again, my best bet for South Gunna, Kentucky. Hey, if you want to ride with a home dog, I'm not telling you that's a bad pick at all. I'm really not. Uh, I think if you're going to bet on the spread, that's the only way to go. But I feel confident, more confident, again, purely from the gambling side of things. Love the total. Give me the over 48. I think both teams, both offenses will score in this one. And, yeah, I think we're going to see some points on Saturday night. So, again, over 48, my best bet for South Carolina, Kentucky. All right, guys, let's get into SEC gambling picks for week four. And what a slate we have, guys. First things first. Looking back at week three, though. Uh, another okay week for yours truly. Nothing, nothing terrible. We haven't had a week like we had in week one where I went 12 and two, four and five last week. But we sit right now, guys, 20 and 12 overall, two and one in our best bet. Of course, like I said, the over under last weekend, I uh, had that under 48 in the South Carolina Georgia game that did not hit, but 20 and 12 overall. Who would, who would be disappointed with that after three weeks? Uh, obviously, again, we're riding that, that first. Big week, but hey, the big thing is this. We haven't had like a terrible week or anything, and I got a good feeling. Got a really, really good feeling for this week, guys. So again, uh, week four for SEC Gambling Picks. It's all brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Guys, honestly, beyond this ad read I'm about to go through, I posted my results from over the weekend. That is the best ad read that you can have for Prize Picks right now. $100 play. Picked two players, two college players, both in the South Carolina Georgia game. I had the under 119 and a half passing yards for Zeb Nolan and the over, I think it was like 50 and a half receiving yards for Malcolm Jenkins, 100 to win 350. Boom, boom, both hit, made the money like that. I mean, it's it's that easy. It's that simple, guys. Again, using the promo code TSUS at sign up, you're going to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Guys, it's so damn easy. It's the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entry. So again, like you guys probably saw on that screenshot I posted, you pick two to five players. You can win up to 10 times what you put in on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entries, guys. It's just you against the projection. Prize Picks also allows for mixed sports entry. So again, guys, if you want to take the over under total on rushing yards for Luke Doty and also take the over under passing yards on Aaron Rodgers, you can do that. You don't just have to play college. You don't just have to play NFL. You can pick different sports and play them all together, guys. So, again, it's very, very easy, simple to use. They've also got a slick, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play, which is what I use. I use the, the Prize Picks app on my iPhone. Very, very simple and easy to use. They're a 4.8-star rated in the App Store with rave reviews. Guys, again, like I said, payouts also are a big topic. Payouts are extremely easy. Already got my $350. Already got it. Already got it. And we're going to keep playing, obviously, but went ahead and cashed out because I wanted to test it out. Very simple, very easy, guys. Prize picks, the absolute best fantasy game, fantasy prop game on the market, if you will. So, again, that's our friends at Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com and or download the Prize Picks app on the App Store and Google Play to begin playing today. And when you do, when you sign up, use the promo code TSUS at sign up to get 100%. Instant deposit, deposit, excuse me, bonus match up to $100. Guys, sign up today. Let's win some freaking money this weekend because I'm telling you, the money is to be had when it comes to these prop bets for sure. All right, let's get into SEC gambling picks, guys, with a week four slate. And what a slate it is. is SEC play really kicks off this 
weekend. We'll start in Nashville. The Vanderbilt Commodores taking on the Georgia Bulldogs. Poor Vanderbilt. Georgia, 34-and-a-half point favorite. The overrunner set at 53. Um, the dogs are going to crush Vandy, by the way. RIP Ken Seals. RIP that Vanderbilt offensive line. But the dogs are a five-touchdown favorite in this game. That spread is huge. It makes me weary to put lay the number no matter what the matchup is in regards to the opponent, who George is playing, whatever. The total, though, because in my opinion, how on God's green earth is Vanderbilt going to score and score it all? The under 53, guys, I think Georgia shuts out Vandy. The under 53 to me is free money. I don't think the dogs will run up the score quite that much. But, guys, I I love the under because, again, Vanderbilt is not going to score. So, again, give me under 53 when the dogs travel to Nashville. Mississippi State taking on LSU. LSU a a two-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under set at 55-and-a-half, guys. LSU, they're not great this year. They have problems. They have issues. But they're better than Mississippi State. Give me the Tigers to cover that two-and-a-half number. Boston College against Mizzou. Now, this is an interesting matchup. Mizzou just a two-and-a-half point favorite. The over set at 59. Guys, I'm sorry. I refuse to bet on any ACC team. I do not care who it is. The ACC's hot garbage this year. I think Mizzou, actually a solid bunch. They're an eight- or nine-win team this year. Give me the Tigers to cover that two-and-a-half number. Arkansas against Texas A&M. A&M a five-point favorite. The over-under set at 48. Really intriguing matchup here. Really intriguing matchup. Um, you know, A&M without their starting quarterback. Arkansas has got some injuries on the offensive line. I think this is going to be a little bit of a slugfest, old school type of SEC game, the under 48 in this one, guys. I think it's like a 17 to 14 kind of game uh, when the two teams take on each other in Arlington. Auburn against Georgia State. Auburn coming off that really tough loss in Happy Valley against Penn State. The Tigers are a 27 and a half point favorite. The Overner sit at 57. Former Gamecocks interim head coach. Sean Elliott, I think he made a mistake this week when he basically called out Auburn and said it's a bunch of old retread SEC head coaches, fired SEC head coaches. We have nothing to be worried about. Uh, Yeah, Auburn's pissed off. They're going to smack Georgia State at home. Give me Auburn to cover that 27.5. Florida taking on Tennessee. The Gators are a 20-point favorite. Over-under set at 64. Again, three touchdowns in this one, especially Florida coming off that emotional game against Alabama. Three touchdowns feels like a lot. Again, I don't think Tennessee's very good. Tennessee's a total dumpster fire. But three touchdowns is a lot. Points, though. Points will be scored. Florida can score a lot. Their defense is terrible. Give me over 64. I love the over total. Hammer the over when the Gators take on the Vols. And finally, guys, Alabama Southern Miss. Bama, a 44.5-point favorite. The over and set at 58.5. Again, this is a very similar scenario to the Georgia game earlier. I mean, guys, 44.5 is crazy. But I'll tell you what, someone very wise once told me you don't Get rich betting against Alabama. I'm not taking Southern Miss plus 44 and a half, guys. I don't give a damn how big the number is. The under 58 and a half, though, will Southern Miss score? I mean, honestly, will they score? Bama's going to be pissed off. Their defense did not play well last week. The interior of the defensive line got pushed around. Nick Saban's going to be in their ass all weekend long, or all week long, I should say. And uh, this weekend, it's going to show. Bama dominates. Under 58 and a half, though, I think is the safe play in that football game. So, again, guys, that's going to do it for our SEC gambling picks. And then, again, our best bet for South Carolina, Kentucky, the over 48. I think points will be scored Saturday night when the Gamecocks and Wildcats do battle at williams Bryce Stadium. But, again, guys, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you again so much for the continued love and support. You guys continue to rock and roll with the content, rock and roll with everything 
We do. And, guys, it's crazy, man. Like I told you guys yesterday and a couple of days ago, we're at a really cool place in regards to the history of the business and everything going on. It feels like every other day we're celebrating hitting a new milestone. We're celebrating breaking a new record. And right now, by the way, because I just checked it at the end of the show, very excited, guys, to announce as we sit here on this Wednesday, September the 22nd, we have officially eclipsed the all-time record for podcast downloads in a month. And guys, we're not even close to done. Obviously, it's only the 22nd of September. We've still got like six or seven more shows to rock out this month. But again, guys, thank you so much. Again, it's a testament to the love and support you guys show. You guys continue to rock and roll with everything we do. And from the bottom of my heart, man, I thank you so much. None of this would be possible. TSUS would not be what it is and what it's becoming without your love and support and you guys taking the time to tune in. So again, thank you all so much, man. Hey, have a great rest of your day. Have a, have a happy hump day. Let's have a great hump day. Let's break the bookie this weekend. Y'all take care. We'll talk to you tomorrow.